Social Zoom Factor, episode 123. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Did you know 72% of callers who reach an automated answer will hang up without leaving a message and perhaps call a competitor? Meet Ruby, your highly trained, friendly, and professional virtual receptionist team that never takes a break, goes on vacation, or calls in sick. Check them out at callruby.com forward slash social zoom. Are you ready to turn your social media management, engagement, and collaboration efforts to turbo? Our new partner, Sprout Social, empowers marketers to engage, measure, and work smarter, not just harder, when it comes to social media. Check them out at www.sproutsocial.com. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are talking about communities and primarily focused on online communities. And I am going to share with you six solid tips for you to take your communities to turbo. And this is for both you as a person or a brand who is either trying to get a community off the ground and maybe you're just not able to get it where you want to go. And also for some of you who may already have communities out there and you're feeling like you're getting a little bit stale or that you need to shake things up a little bit. So whether you are already a diehard community evangelist, somebody that knows your stuff, or whether you're brand new, my goal is that you will have some takeaways from this podcast today that you can implement immediately. And community is has to be one of my favorite topics when it comes to business altogether and social media. And as many of you know, I spent many years, 15 plus years working in corporate America and truly building communities long before there was this thing called Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn. We didn't call it social media back then. We were just building networks and community of people. And I can remember working at Sun Microsystems, working with the developer community and we had developer days and and what a blast it was. And to think that we didn't have any of the tools that we have today. We didn't have the billion people on Facebook that we could tap into. We didn't have the Google Plus platform filled with a bunch of geeks or or Twitter that we could just reach out to and, you know, use a hashtag and and take a hold and and have opportunity to get in front of just these massive networks of the right people. So had I had those tools back then, I don't know what I would have done, to be honest. It would have been a little crazy because even back then I used to get uber excited about communities and we were building things like Facebook on our own, but from the ground up, really doing it the hard way. So today, when you look at the technology that we have at our fingertips, We truly have the opportunity and are empowered more, I think, than any other generation before us to take 
communities and the human relationships within them to a level that I don't even think we all know is possible, you know, and I I think we've just truly touched the tip of the iceberg when it comes to building communities. So it's something that gets me really excited. And it's not obviously just because of the business side of it. It's really because of the people side of it and seeing the way that people behave and people react to one another and people engage or don't engage based on certain content and certain type of context or visual or not visual. To me, that's why I love social business so much and social media. I love the sociology of these things. So I hope that for today's conversation, you can kind of put on a different hat than what you may normally wear when you listen to these podcasts and that you don't just wear that business hat, but that you're trying to put on that that sociology hat, that people hat, and be thinking about how can you take your business to the next level by truly focusing on human relationships and focusing on empowerment of communities. And I have done a ton of content over the past five years out on my blog and on my podcast podcast around communities. I'm not going to list that content for you here today because I don't want to bore you to death, but I will include some notes and links on the show notes page for this episode so you can find all those awesome resources. So I have everything from podcasts to slideshare presentations to uh, blog posts to Twitter chats we've done. So just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 123 and everything will be there waiting for you. So let's go ahead and get started. Number one tip for you to put your community to turbo zoom is to have a purpose. And I want you to think deep about this because your purpose cannot be, I want to build a community. You know, I want to have a community that listens to me. I want to have an audience and I want to have an audience that is going to help me achieve my business goals. Wrong. That's not what you want to be doing. You need to have a purpose that is bigger than you. It's something that is bigger than what you can do by yourself or what the community members within your community can do by themselves. Because people don't just buy things, they join things. And of course we buy products, okay? We need to just go down the street and pick up some Diet Mountain Dew or whatever you're drinking or, you know, the, the healthy sandwich of choice or a salad. I don't need necessarily a community to do that. But it does make me feel good when I walk into Chipotle and I pick up a burrito and I know that if I tweet to them, they're going to tweet me back. There's something that's a feel good thing about that, right? So what is your purpose? What is your under lying foundation of who and what you are. And that's tip number two is to build a foundation. So that is basically the who, who is in your community, who is leading your community, uh, who do people go to for help? What is your community about? What are you going to do? When are you going to get together? When do you meet? When do you talk? When do you not talk? Is it a 24-7 community? Where are you going to have community? Is it going to be on Facebook, on LinkedIn? Is it going to be on email? You're going to send out some email newsletters. Uh, 
how are you going to communicate? What is the name of your community? And if you are looking at launching maybe some sub-communities, you need to be thinking of what that foundation looks like because many times people have a vision of having this community that can do amazing things. And particularly when it comes to niche type of marketing and servicing niche communities, Once you have one community that takes off, it's really easy for you to then go launch another sub-community and a sub-community after that. So you need to really, that's why you have to go back to your purpose and your vision and, and where is it you want to go and why and what does it look like to you in six months, 12 months, 18 months, five years and put that structure together, that foundation together now, select the right name, select and build the right logo, uh, select the right hashtag that you can use on the social platforms. For example, we use uh, hashtag get real chat for our Twitter chat community that meets every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time, rain or shine. That hashtag brings people together. Same thing for this podcast you're listening to. We have the hashtag, hashtag social zoom factor. So you can go online and you can see anytime day or night people that are talking about what they're learning on this podcast. If you have a question, I encourage you to go check it out. If you have a question you want to submit via voicemail, I have infrastructure that you can simply go leave me a voicemail and I will play that live on the show and answer your question. Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash ask Pam. So when I'm talking about foundation, those are some of the things I'm talking about, okay? And as we move into number three, that is building the technical fabric that enables humans to connect. So the goal here is to create and foster authentic, meaningful, and relevant, amazing human relationships. That's what community is all about. It's bringing people together who have a common interest, who want to be part of something bigger than what they can be by themselves. They want to see other people grow. They want to grow themselves. They want to learn. So as a community leader, you need to be thinking about how are you going to implement this technical fabric that is going to help people learn and grow and connect. And it's not just going to happen magically. You're going to obviously have to put some effort into this. And this is, I think, one of the areas that either makes or breaks a community. And I see so many people that have a great vision for a community. They start to get people rallied around a cause or a common theme or interest. However, they lack the foundation. So they may have the purpose, but they lack the foundation. And then most importantly, they lack the fabric that's going to tie people together, that's going to give people a home base to come back to. And now this is where social media gets really exciting because we don't need to go build our own custom forums and groups anymore like we used to have to do. The story I told you at the beginning of this podcast with the Sun Developer Days, right? We had to home grow and build our own social internal networks that then we faced externally as well. We have the power now at our fingertips, Literally, within less than two minutes, you can launch a 
Facebook group that can either be public or can be private. You can launch a LinkedIn group. You can create a Twitter chat and get people to a Twitter chat probably in the matter of a couple days or a week. And you can launch your blog. You can create community around your blog. You can create a community around Instagram. I mean, any social network that's out there, you can create community, video blogging, YouTube, Periscope that just launched, Meerkat, live streaming, create a community when you have a purpose and when you have a foundation, then you can put the technical fabric together that is going to bring people together. And that, my friends, is where it gets really exciting. Now, tip number four is empowering leaders. And as you are starting to really see your community form together, natural leaders are going to rise to the top and you need to not feel threatened by them. You need to empower them. If you see people within your community start to raise their hands and say, hey, how can I help out here further? You better tap into them quick or else they're going to go somewhere else and do the same thing. Same thing goes when you start to see maybe some people who have been very active in your community and maybe they're asking you questions or they're even complaining to you. You know, do we have this or do we have that? What they're really getting at is probably the lack of foundation and the lack of this technical fabric that you have. Because if you feel frustrated that they're asking for things that you don't have, it's likely you don't have that technical fabric implemented as you should. And people are wanting to connect more than what your platform is enabling and empowering empowering them to do. So what you want to do is empower those leaders. Don't look at them as just whiners. Take a look at who these people are. See if they have the potential to naturally and organically lead within your community. And if they do, let them run with it. See what skills they have. If you need help implementing some of that technical foundation, let them help you. If you need help better servicing your community and responding and replying to questions, ask for help. Say, is there anybody here who would like to take on this role for the next couple weeks? And you can do things like rotating roles. Uh, There's all kinds of ideas I have that if you want help, contact us offline and we'll be happy to help you with building your communities and your groups. We do this work for our day job with all of our clients. So empower those leaders. I know we're getting deep into some content here, but we need to hear a few words from our sponsors that make the social Zoom Factor podcast possible. I'll be right back. Smart digital marketers know they must proactively discover, inspire, and interact with their customers on social media. Sprout Social puts turbo social marketing power in your hands with a platform that is both powerful and user-friendly. It simply gets out of the way and empowers brands to easily listen, engage, proactively respond, measure, and most importantly, nurture relationships with both new fans and loyal brand evangelists. Sprout Social is a platform that can help you achieve business results. If you want to truly connect with your online community and start streamlining your social engagement, start with a free 30-day trial of Sprout Social today. Check them out at www.sproutsocial.com. Again, that's sproutsocial.com. 
86% of consumers will stop doing business with a company after a bad customer experience. Great businesses are driven by great customer interactions, which is why you should check out our new partner, Ruby Receptionists. Ruby is your team of virtual receptionists trained to make a difference in the day of your customer by providing excellent service with the perfect balance of professionalism and friendliness. There are no canned speeches or conversation. Each call is answered by a real caring human being ready to go above and beyond for your customers. Ruby becomes an extension of your team and helps connect with your customers in a personal, human, and meaningful way. Check them out at callruby.com forward slash social zoom and enter promo code zoom to receive 14 days of free service, free activation, a $95 value, and 5% off your monthly bill. All right, folks, let's get back to work. Tip number five is to use the data to better understand your community. So how can you dig into things like Google Analytics? How can you dig into uh, Facebook Insights, the data you have for Google Plus, uh, your Twitter chat information? You know, we do transcripts every week for our Twitter chats, and we have data that tells us how many people are participating, how many impressions we have, who are the top leaders who are participating in those discussions. And we're looking at the demographics of the people. We're looking at the demographics over time. We're making sure we're not losing some of our key people, that we're keeping the right people there so we can keep that heartbeat of that community beating so strong and healthy. So there is the absolute most value that there can be for community because at the end of the day, if your community is not providing value for the community members, you're never going to have a community that is thriving because it's not about you, the brand or the person that's leading that community. It truly is about the people that are in that community. So use the data to see how people are responding to each other. How are they responding to the content that's being shared? How are they engaging with your special guests or your speakers or your you know guest webinar people who are coming? coming on or your guests on your Google Hangout or your live stream? How are they responding to the structure? Take a look at everything you have implemented or you have not implemented and see what the data can tell you because the data can tell you a ton of stories and insights for you to understand where you need to take that community next. And last but not least is tip number six is just keep it fresh and make sure that you are not getting stale. Invite guest speakers, invite co-hosts with you to engage and share information. Vary the platforms that you're using. So if you're using Twitter, hop on over to Google Hangout, hop on over to a Meerkat live stream or a Periscope or, you know, check out what other platforms that you can tap into to provide more variety and more interest and engaging content for the people in that community. And don't be afraid to ask some of the the empowered leaders to come and help you out. If you don't know how to do a Google Hangout, ask, and I bet you somebody will raise their hand and say, you know what, I'll be happy to help you with that. But make sure you're tapping into the data so you know the content that your audience is liking and not liking and knowing whether you are achieving your goals or not and be looking at those 
KPIs, the key performance indicators that you hopefully have set for your business. You know, what are you wanting to achieve with this community? What is the purpose and the foundation of this community? And and focus on the data that tells you whether you are achieving your KPIs and use that data to keep it fresh and vibrant and relevant. And I encourage you, I have a ton of content on these topics that you can check out. Like I said, it will be on the show notes page. I recently just did episode 120 that has five tips to keep your content fresh. And then I also just have loads of information on building your content framework and your content plan. I have an editorial calendar. So I encourage you to check that out. But this podcast today, I want to keep it in a nutshell. So we're right over 16 minutes. And I hope that this information was so very valuable to you. I hope that it inspires you to spice up your community and take it to the next level. Thank you so much for listening in today. Have an amazing week. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.